You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 17 weeks, 4 quarters, 60 minutes, and it all leads up to one winning, winning try. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Winning Drive Podcast. I am Rita Hubbard, the NFL Chick, co-host of the Glenn and Rita Show on 105.7 The Fan, with my guy, of course, Cordell Woodland from Shaking It Up Sports and the Ravens reporter for 105.7 The Fan. And, of course, Cordell, the 50-man, excuse me, the 53-man roster has been finalized. And first and foremost, I just have to say, it was the slowest roster (sighs) reveal that I have seen out of any of the NFL teams. Yes, it was four o'clock deadline, but I feel like we were still getting information about it nine o'clock at night last night about the final roster, which was very interesting to say the least. But finally, we we got an idea of what uh, who made the roster, who didn't make the roster. And I really didn't feel like this was a very hard um, roster move, roster cuts. Nothing looked out of the realm for me or or someone made it that I was like, wow, I don't think I've seen that coming. So when you looked at the final 53-man roster, did you feel like, okay, these were the guys that I expected to make the roster? Was there anyone that uh, caught you off guard in terms of making the roster? Well, yeah. I mean, there 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 is a couple of people, I would say, uh, that was a little bit of a surprise. I mean, you look at it. Uh, Arthur Mollett makes the team essentially over Caillou Kelly. Um, we uh, and, usually... but do we is it because Caillou struggled early on when he played? And well, yeah, I, think I mean, that... it's, it's not it's, it's not necessarily, I guess, the surprise is, is that the Ravens usually don't throw in the towel on their draft picks this early, you know what I'm saying? This if, is every, true, yeah. I use a fifth round pick, they usually yeah. try to uh give these guys every opportunity. And especially when you think about what, how decimated, I guess maybe this is part of the reason why the move happened. The cornerback room is so decimated right now that anybody that's there is probably going to have to play. And Caillou's not ready to go out there and play now. When he looked, yep. when he went out there against the Washington starters, it wasn't great. Uh, really, when he's out, I mean, the Eagles didn't play their starters, and uh, the but the Bucks did, and it wasn't great for him in that one either. So, uh, I mean, he got better as the preseason went on. Um, I'll, I'll give him that definitely a rough start, but he's a rookie, but the unfortunate part for him is he just wasn't able to get that usual leash that a, a rookie would get. But I am a little surprised that Millette is the guy on the team because he missed quite a bit of time, uh, with the due to injury. It's not like when he was out there, he was so great. You know, so I, I, 
I'm not overly surprised, but I guess the biggest surprise in that is just the fact that they went away from their fifth round pick so quickly. Um, yeah, I, I feel like that that in that case, in terms of Millette, they're going with I, I'm just it's just my assumption here, right? That they're going with the experienced guy mm-hmm. over the guy that is a rookie and has a lot of work to do. And I believe if and correct me if I'm wrong, um Kelly is going to go to the practice squad. Uh Caillou Kelly, yeah, they're gonna to try yes. to get him back on the practice squad, yeah. Yeah, they're gonna try, they're gonna obviously another team can consign him. Um you know, and he can move on. But if that doesn't happen, he can be um, put on the practice squad and and potentially developed into the guy that they would like him to be. Anyone else that you saw? Um, It's not a huge surprise, uh, but it's more so about who they let go, I guess, in this case, um, would be uh, Sam Mustafer. I, I, yeah, because um, that was kind of like a back end thing for the most part during camp. He was the backup center, and towards maybe I would say the last week or two of camp, you started to see them at least give Makari a look at center. Um, so I, I started to kind of think about okay, this maybe that's they're just trying to see what it looks like um, outside of him. Um, uh, another one, another cut would, would, would probably be Kavon Seymour, um, who they're probably going to bring back. Any bring day back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's a best of that. Um, but I, I like Seymour. I, I, I feel like, like maybe Millette would have been the guy, you know, I mean, but maybe, you know, this is a way for them to keep both. I get it. So it's, it's all, that's really what a lot of the roster moves are about. It's just roster manipulation trying ways to to keep as many people uh as possible but in terms of people that made the team it it really wasn't many more surprises as I'm looking at it I mean Malik Han we talked him up a lot throughout yep. uh priest uh, throughout camp I mean he was he had a really strong camp um and he was able to make the team despite missing time uh, I think he got hurt in the commanders game and we yep. really haven't seen him out there since so um, that lets you know that they had already kind of had it in their mind, like, okay, this this guy's going to be on the team now. He'll probably go to IR. Um, yeah. We'll, we'll we'll see what happens to him, but definitely, uh, that's cool to see him and uh, obviously Keaton Mitchell make the team. The two undrafted guys. Yeah, I mean, listen, we know Keaton Mitchell was going to make it. Um, so it was really just a, a matter of time of when Melvin Gordon was going to be cut. Um, I, I am really proud and happy for Malik Ham, a young local kid, um, and, and able to stay home and, you know, be uh, local and be for the team that he grew up um, rooting for. Um, in terms of Mustafa, I want to go back to that because you, you mentioned that situation and, and how they were moving Makari. Um, do you think that the need of cornerback is essentially what got Mustafer out? Because it wasn't like he played bad, but obviously it is a numbers game. And obviously the Ravens are trying to figure out what to do on the back end of that defense to make up for Marlon Humphrey's absence. Do you think it was, uh, I, I feel like this was just a simple thing of, well, we kind of need more DBs. We kind of need more wide receivers so we can score more points and try to prevent points from being scored. And as much as we know that the Ravens um, like having offensive players, you know, just on their 
um, stacked on their roster. It just feels like, you know, he got cut in, in terms of like, well, we need more DBs at this point. I mean, it's a numbers game right now. And right. the Ravens have eight DBs on the roster, uh, the initial 53-man roster now. the Pepe Williams will probably go to IR. Uh, I'm curious to see what happens with Marlon. I asked John yesterday, was he still confident in the first quarter uh, soft timeline that he gave us? And he said he was. Um, so I have to assume off John's word that Humphrey isn't going to go on the short-term IR to start the year. Um, yep. So that leaves you uh, Ardarius, who's who's going to be there, Darby, who's going to be there, Armour Davis, who's going to be there. Um, I'm looking at Kavon Seymour is going to slide right in and fill in that spot for Pepe once he goes on the IR. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think Mustafa, I don't think that this is a, necessarily a situation to where – because essentially it was Ben Cleveland that made the team over Sam Mustafer. I mean, that's really what it boils down to. And I mean, which is, which is interesting within itself, right? It is. A lot of people, now a lot of people, I, 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 Ben Cleveland did struggle in the beginning, but it, I think that he rebounded himself enough, I guess, to solidify a roster spot. What say you? Yeah. I mean, I, I think so. And I think at the end of the day, they would have rather, get a trade for him to get little to nothing than to cut him and, and get nothing in return. So, and I, I think he did put together quality game tape. Like it wasn't always pretty, but I, I do think that he did a, he, he had his moments where he looked good. Um, good enough. I'll say. Um, so yeah, I mean, Sam Mustafa's a vested vet. We'll see what happens. You know, if he ends up back on the team on the practice squad or something like that, um, but that that was probably another one that stood out to me. Um, this isn't a surprise, but just kind of the name here in Baltimore, James Prochet being let go. Um, yeah. Like I said, not really a surprise. And I think Prochet has talent. Like I I was one I of the people that wanted to see. I, I was excited about him getting more playing time last season because I wanted to see what he could do. And it just yep. never really worked out for him. I mean, I, yeah. for a variety of reasons, I'm sure. Um, some on him and some is just probably, you know, a byproduct of his play not helping his confidence and, and it impacts how they look at him. Um, I just think he needs a fresh change of scenery. I, I, I think he could play in this league. I do. Yeah. Um, I just think he needs to go somewhere where he could get a fresh set of eyes on him, get some fresh teammates. Uh, John Simpson, who won the left guard battle, he spoke to us yesterday, and he just talked about how the change of scenery helped him. You know, this is a guy that was cut by the Raiders, and, yep. and he talked about how his confidence took a hit, and here he is, the starting left guard for the Ravens the next year. So um, I, I think James Prochet could definitely find, you know, find his niche somewhere else. And I'm excited to see where he gets a fresh start at. I would love to see him go to a place like Denver where they've, they've, they're down three wide receivers. Mm -hmm. um, and then they have um, Sean Payton as their coach. And so an, an offensive mind that could potentially help him with his confidence, which I do think has, has been a part of what's going on with him. And then adding the fact that, you know, we know that he's lost his mother and we still wish his, uh, we, we send our condolences to that. 
Um, all of those things take place into what happens. I agree with you. I do think that Crochet has talent, but I think that Baltimore was probably not going to be the place where he was going to um, exceed at, at uh, expectation that, you know, people had set for him. So hopefully he's able to find a new home um, and be able to move forward. Let's talk um, on the next segment. Let's talk about the quarterback situation. You and I had conversations about this, about who we thought would win the quarterback situation. And obviously we know now what it is. So we'll talk about that when we come back. 